Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 413. Well, one of the most important systems is, is building what I call your dream team staff. And there are several sort of steps that you would do to make that happen. But first, it's finding the right people, and then it's developing and nurturing them, and then it's training them, and then recognizing and rewarding them. Are you ready for it? Factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. There is no time to waste in the restaurant business, especially when an opportunity comes up and you need extra capital. Cabbage created a simple, flexible way to get a line of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has helped over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash unstoppable and you'll get a $100 gift card when you qualify. That's cabbage with a K. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Who loves doing paperwork? No one. Sorcery is an efficient online AP automated solution for the food service industry and restaurants, large and small, are using Sorcery to provide a scalable solution to help them create efficiencies and ultimately grow their business while impacting their bottom line. To learn more, head to GetSorcery.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-U-R-C-E-R-Y.com. And be sure to mention Restaurant Unstoppable to get your first month free. With excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Roger Bodwin. Roger, this is the third time or the fourth time, I think. The fourth time you've been on the show, man. Welcome back. Thanks, Eric, for having me. It's always <laughs> a pleasure working with you. Um, you're a true professional, and I really admire what you're doing, oh, thanks, and dude. I'm always happy to be your guest. Well, i got to ask before we get going, uh, are you feeling unstoppable today, Roger? You know, every <laughs> day in this business, you have to feel unstoppable, and I feel that way today. I feel that way every day. I'm just passionate about this business, about helping other operators succeed, so I am very unstoppable. Yes. Yeah, so if you guys haven't checked out Roger's uh, past episodes, he's in three episodes. I got those pulled up right here, I believe. Oh, man. I have them pulled up right here. Episode 213, 123, and 226. Check it out. And Roger also has his own podcast, uh, Restaurant Rockstars podcast. He runs restaurantrockstars.com, uh, where he just basically teaches people what he's learned in his years uh, opening and selling his own successful operation. And he just puts it all out there and he's serving the industry really well. Uh, I can't wait to dive into to today's content, Roger. But let's get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with the success quarter mantra. What do you got for us? You know, I've always believed that every operator out there needs to be a student of their restaurant. Learn as much as you possibly can about every aspect of your operation, which in and of itself is an exit strategy. That way you can put a dream team staff in place. You can trust them and empower them to move forward. And it'll give you the opportunity to either have the big picture at 30,000 feet or open new operations, new locations, franchise, whatever. But that gives you freedom and gives you control in your operation. So be a student of your restaurant. Awesome. I love it. And I like how that concept of creating an exit strategy. I think so many times people, they, they get locked into their restaurant and they create a, a 
people dependent operation where if say if there's a new opportunity or if they, they lose that burn, that, that, that passion or whatever, there's another, I don't know, um, just whatever it could be like, just they get locked into their restaurants and they, and they create a situation where they can't get out and you should always be opening a restaurant kind of with that mentality of like, I want to be able to sell this. You don't necessarily have to sell it, but then you create that system dependent operation that will allow you to go chase other opportunities if they come up. You want to just dive a little bit deeper into that? You know, that's exactly what I'm thinking. You know, exit strategy means different things to different people. And it may be that you want to, you know, open other locations. It may be that you want to start an entirely different business outside restaurants and hospitality. Or maybe it means that you want to sell like I did. I sold four different restaurants in the past three years and I'm completely out of operating them now. (laughs) Or maybe it means that you just want to spend more time with your, you know, your family Mm -hmm. when in prior years, you really didn't have that luxury because this is such an all-consuming business. So that's yeah. really an exit strategy. Whatever that means to you, it's systems that is, that is going to get you to that, that place, no matter what your personal exit strategy looks like. Awesome. I love it. And, uh, you know, for me, it's like when I think about this whole idea of just creating those systems, it's taking your, your, your role in the, the industry and or in your restaurant, if you, if you create those systems, those processes, those procedures, it, then it allows you to be somebody whose job is to basically serve all those people that work for you and exist to be, you know, in whatever position you have to be to make sure that you're enabling your team to do the best job they can do. And when you don't set up those systems, you get sucked into the day to day and then everything just gets away from you. Uh, and it's really easy to, to lose control of your business when you don't think of that mentality of creating that, like, uh, what would you call again? The, um, uh, the, oh, I can't remember, man. It was like when you, when you sell any restaurant, what was the term you use? Oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> I forget. Uh, Jeez, I'm losing it too. No, it's the whole idea of basically creating it to sell it. And it, it, it sounds a little iffy at first, but when you do that, it just opens up so many opportunities. I think we can move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> so let's dive into today's topic. What did you want to talk about today? Dive into it. Well, one of the most important systems is is building what I call your dream team staff. And there are several sort of steps that you would do to make that happen. But first, it's finding the right people, and then it's developing and nurturing them, and then it's training them, and then recognizing and rewarding them. And I created a system a long time ago, and it's called Sales Stars. It's a turnkey uh, virtual uh, system that teaches you how to do just that and literally gives your restaurant opportunities to not only increase sales, but more importantly, most importantly, deliver what I call amazing guest service experiences where your customers become your restaurant's best marketers. So that is a really, really powerful uh, system that is part of your exit strategy. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Take us into the system a little bit more in what does it look like and what are you teaching in that system? Well, the very first thing goes back to the very beginning where I recognized that service was a competitive advantage, perhaps the most important advantage. There are three key elements of any successful restaurant, that being the food and drink, the ambiance, and the service. But I've always believed that service stood apart from the other two and that if you could deliver you know, better service than your competitor down the street, you were going to capture the market share in, in your area. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I became obsessed with 
with service. And I created this training system that developed not only my servers, you know, I don't want there to be a misnomer where people think this is just a waitstaff training program. It's really for, you know, three critical pieces in your restaurant. If you've got a full serve restaurant, um, we're going to get into a fast casual version in a few minutes. But if we're talking about full serve, we've got the hosts that greet your customers at the front counter. We've got the bus staff that clear the tables. And then we've got the wait staff that obviously, you know, serve the food and, and interact with your customer. So this system called Sales Stars really choreographs the communication and the service between those three members of your staff or your team. And it takes their jobs to the next level, meaning a host can make recommendations that enhance a guest's experience dining in your restaurant. A busser can make recommendations. A busser can put orders into the POS system and make suggestions that they believe the customer will enjoy. So it's really this choreographed team approach to telling the customer everything that's great about the restaurant, everything that's unique and special about it, which obviously is better service, but it also is proven to double check averages in the process. So it's definitely suggestive selling, but it's a soft sell approach based on three things, educating, informing, and entertaining each customer of everything that your restaurant is about, what makes it unique, what makes it special, stand out from the competition, and most importantly, what the customers will enjoy. That's kind of what it's about. All right. You uh, hit us with a lot of stuff there. So yes, sales, it's good, man. I was taking notes and I just want to make sure I'm right there with you. So the sales star search the stale star service uh, that you offer is uh, focused on host bus people and wait staff. And it's really focused on bringing their, their knowledge to the next level is what I got from you. And you broke yes. that down into education uh, information. And was that last part there? Was it service? Entertainment. Entertainment. You know, yeah, the restaurant business I've always believed has been about entertainment. It's really show business, right? And when I created this program over 20 years ago, I thought of it this way. When your doors of your restaurant open every single day, whether it's for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, when you, when those doors open for a new day part, it's like the curtain going up and it's showtime and every one of your team that interacts with the customer in the front of the house is really an actor on stage designed to bring the show to life, to tell the customer everything they're going to enjoy and take them on what I call the magical journey. Because here's the kicker, right? Every single restaurant in America, every single day, I think you couldn't argue at this point, we get new customers, new first-time visitors in the door every single day, people that are just coming in who've never been to our place. They don't know the first thing about it necessarily. Maybe they drove by and your place looked good from the street. Maybe someone told them to try it. Maybe they saw your ad. But in any event, they don't know what's great about it unless they've been there before. So it's really up to your staff not to be what I call order takers that are friendly people that just have the pad and pen in hand, you know, take the order, deliver the food, bring the check. It's really about creating these dining experiences that are based on that magical journey. Have you ever been here before? No, I haven't. Well, let me tell you about this. This is what we specialize in. The specialty of the house is this. Um, we've got live entertainment this weekend. You know, just give them an overview. And then throughout the meal, every single um, part of a meal is really a series of opportunities to educate, inform, and entertain your customer and tell them things that we know they'll enjoy, that they will appreciate. And right. that's really the, the foundational element. I love what you're giving us. Uh, so basically, like you said, it comes down to the education, the, the information, and the, and the uh, entertainment. So let's really dive dive into these topics. And uh, without giving it you know all away, uh, let's try to pull some lessons like 
out of this, uh, like actual, like things that we can act on today and do in our restaurant. So where does it start? Basically when, if somebody is, has this training, uh, what's the f- most important thing that you're teaching your, your clients to teach your staff or their staff? It begins, okay. It begins with product and restaurant knowledge. That is the absolute foundational element of service in any restaurant or hospitality operation. If you've got a new staff person or even someone who might've been working there for a while, and if they don't know their menus and their product inside and out, and if they don't know what I call your hooks that make your restaurant really special, that stand out from the competition, it so often happens that a customer asks a question and an I don't know answer is really a negative impression on your restaurant. You want to dazzle your customer with information and knowledge and not only know the nuances of the food items and how it's cooked and the preparation and the plate presentations and all that stuff, but you know the same carries over to the drinks. The same carries over to the processes involved in making this food. You know, in my restaurant, uh, my very first restaurant, it was a wood-fired brick oven pizzeria. And it was really important to me to do it the authentic Neapolitan way because pizza was invented in Naples, Italy, like centuries ago. I actually went to Naples before I opened this restaurant and I learned everything I could about real authentic Italian pizza. And then I built this brick oven, wood burning right in the middle of the dining room floor. And I created this show out of it because the restaurant business is show business. So if that didn't create a million questions for my customers, oh, how hot does the fire burn? And where does the wood go? And don't, don't the pizzas burn? Yeah, we have to spin them around. And, you know, the, the pizza makers are really juggling. But every single uh, front of house staff person was confronted with all these questions. And if they didn't know... You know, there goes the hook, right? It's not so special anymore unless the team knew what to say to the customers. And it was all part of the entertainment. So it really begins with product and restaurant knowledge. I won't beat a dead horse. But once your team are really well-versed in that, then it becomes all about the, um, well, that's the education and the information part. You want to share your knowledge with each and every customer. And then it becomes about the opportunity recognition. Because like I said a minute ago, um, every single part of the meal is a series of opportunities. And once an opportunity has been missed, it's lost forever. That's a lost sales opportunity. That's a lost opportunity to share something special with your guests at the table. And so few restaurants think of their tables as valuable real estate. It's like so many restaurants that I work with or I come across think it's enough just to put a server on the floor to just take the order, deliver the food and bring the check. And they don't realize that every single seat represents hard, cold, hard cash that's either captured or lost. And these are all opportunities. So as long as a a restaurant owner is taking the risk of starting a restaurant and paying all the expenses, the mortgage or the rent and the insurance and the payroll and the food costs, I mean, it's you're sticking your neck out because it's a hugely risky business. Why then you wouldn't, why wouldn't you expect then that your front of house team is going to maximize your sales opportunities and deliver amazing experiences to each and every customer so that they not only have a great time, but then they're you know, word of mouth is always your most powerful form of advertising or promotion. So then they're going to share on social media and online reviews what a great time they had in your restaurant. And you got to go to this place because there's something special about it. There's some really special training going on behind the scenes because every person I spoke to seems like this well-oiled machine and they're just brand ambassadors for this restaurant, you know? Yeah. They're going to tell everyone they know, their friends, their family, face-to-face, online reviews, social media, and it's so powerful. 
Awesome. And now you're saving money on traditional advertising, which to me has always been a shotgun approach. Your staff are your most powerful form of marketers. And if you're not training them well, then they can actually sabotage your business. And I got a whole story about that one. <laughs> Dude, I uh, listened to you talk, uh, the whole idea of your just that experience that you create is the best marketing tool you have. And it reminds me of uh, Jeffrey Summers, who said your best social platform is your dining room floor. Uh, and if you can if you can take care of your people and create those experiences in life, in life, like in front of these, your, your guests, like that will have way more impact, uh, than, you know, how that, that marketing effort that you put out there. Um, but I kind of want to bring it back to the, the topic of the, the, uh, whole idea of just, uh, educating and informing your staff and, uh, listening to you talk, it reminded me of a conversation I've been having with a few of my past guests, recent past guests about the topic of just teaching culture first. And, um, Thomas Keller, a few of my guests came under Thomas Kel- Keller's, uh, his influence in everybody that goes to work for Thomas Keller starts as like a food runner. Like you could be oh, like yes. uh, the head. Stories. Yeah. You could be like the, the head sommelier of like Michigan, yeah. like, and be like a, the, the, the big deal for Michigan and go to like work for Thomas Keller. It doesn't matter your, your credentials yeah. and who you are, or who you've right. worked for. You're a food runner. And the reason why, and he knows this, he understands the importance of information, just educating, uh, not just about the food, which is what you're learning when you're running food. You're learning about the food, but also you need to be in a position where you can see the culture of a restaurant and see how the standards of excellence and how that place operates. Uh, and he's educating his people on Eve. So on the, it's a, it's a different approach of, you know, starting as a food runner. Uh, maybe it's not as formal maybe, but, um, what do you have to say to that? You know, this is interesting. I heard that if you start out in the kitchen there, you're peeling potatoes regardless of your <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's really, really amazing because that is the foundational element of creating commitment yep. in your rest. If you're yep. willing to do that, start at the bottom, think about where you can go once you prove yourself and you pay your dues. So that that is a foundational element of sales stars also because it's not just about hiring warm bodies. And you see so often you're driving down the street in restaurants and retail shops, you see the help wanted sign yep. in the window, right? You see the ads in the paper. That to me has always been the wrong approach to find the right people. Yeah. You know, because you're it's a trial and error thing. Half the time you're going to hire someone that lasts for two weeks and then they're gone and then you got to do it again and it costs you time and money. To build your dream team, it all begins with, you know, every restaurant out there that I've ever come across has at least one A-team player. You know, someone that you'd like to clone 10 times because they're so fantastic. They have the right approach. They have a desire, a true desire to serve the public, and they got a great personality. And I had a lot of success. Let's face it, you know, it's a tough labor market anywhere in the country, and I constantly hear how challenging it is to find people. And I had those problems, too, a long time ago until I switched to this philosophy. I had an A or two player, and whenever I had one, I asked them, who else do you know that has the same approach that you think would fit this team that might want a job? And I got all these referrals and recommendations, and then they were B players. They may have never worked in a restaurant before, but they had the right stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, the foundational elements. And then I used the A team to shadow, well, the Bs would shadow the As, and the As would sort of train the Bs into the, the, the right approach to the customer. And all they needed was a little practice, a little polish on the floor, and pretty soon I had just As. And any restaurant, and this may sound harsh, but the restaurant business, for whatever reason, is a transient business. There's lots of people that come and go all the time until you've got a dream team in, step, you know, in place. 
you're going to have what I call C players. And those C players are those people that just show up for a paycheck. They're there for the wrong reasons. They sort of bring down the morale of your team and they're not doing you any favors. And if you're putting them in front of customers, that's where some of this sabotage comes in because, you know, they don't assimilate well into the training and they're just on their own program and they say and do things that absolutely hurt your business. Yeah. My philosophy has always been weed the garden, get rid of your C players. You don't need them. You know, just develop your B's into A's until all you have are A players. And when you get a new person, you ask very heartfelt questions in an interview that are designed to get at a person's true motivations and their true characters. And don't ask questions that make it easy for that person to tell you what they think you want to hear. You know, Mm -hmm. it's all about what's, you know, what's the biggest accomplishment you've had in life and how did you do it? And how did you feel after that? Um, Who would, what would your high school principal say about you? Uh, You know, things like that. Just interesting questions to get at a person's true heart. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Don't hire what, hire who? uh, (laughs) You mentioned culture a minute ago. Yeah. And this, this program, this system we're talking about really builds what I call a culture of hospitality, family, and fun. The hospitality part goes without saying. It's what the customer expects. They want to be recognized. They want to be acknowledged and they want to be, and they want to be served. I mean, that is the basics of hospitality. I learned a long time ago that hospitality is present when something happens for us. Hospitality is missing when something happens to us. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the difference there? Yep. So we spend a lot of time, I mean, the system teaches them the basics of hospitality, what customers are really looking for, and then it moves on to, you know, more of the, the nuances of the program. So that's the hospitality part. The family part is pretty soon when you just have a staff of A players, there's a certain chemistry of mm. that staff. And you know, well, you've worked in restaurants too. And you know, when people are just they just fit together so well, and that impacts the customer's experience as opposed to someone that just doesn't fit. And after a while, you know, the A players sort of vote people off the island that just don't fit that culture of, of family, you know? So it's really not about employer and employee. It's about we're all a family. No one's too important to do this. The management team or the owners lead by example, and we develop everybody to rise with the restaurant and to become brand ambassadors. That's the family part. And then the fun part, we have contests, we have team building, we have incentives. We make it all this healthy competition where product knowledge and restaurant knowledge, foundational element, and then there's role playing. And then there's, you you know, you pretend you're the customer and I'm going to pretend that I'm the wait staff or the host or the busser. And these are the suggestions that we can make that can enhance the experience. And this becomes conditioned behavior in your restaurant. And then it comes down to a pre-shift. A daily pre-shift exercise is critically important. Even if it's just three minutes, focus on one of these concepts so that it becomes the, the, the mantra or the theme for the evening. And you watch your customers have better experiences because, because of it. And to end this very long sort of <laughs> synopsis. You will quickly see, I call this capturing lightning in a bottle because you know it's working when you see your staff having more fun and making more money, right? Because they're there for the tips. Hopefully, they're also there because they're enjoying meeting new customers. They're making new friends every night. But you'll see this working when the staff are having more fun and making more money and the customers are having more fun and spending more money. And that's when you've got a magic formula. That's the lightning in the bottle thing. So it sounds like up to this point, a lot of what we've been talking about is the education 
educational and inform in the informative part where you're teaching people how to be. But what about some actual like sales uh, tricks and tips? Uh, okay. Tools are there? Are there any like tools or uh, yeah, tips that we would get from this training that you can share with like a teaser with us real quick? Yes, I can. Okay, this sort of gets into the entertainment piece, okay, because I talked about show business, I talked about the curtain going up, and I had over the years, you know, I encouraged my staff, no matter which position they had, to be their own unique personalities and to be proud of it, you know, and and to really share that as if they were an actor. And I had people that would entertain the kids, they would tie balloon animals, they would tell jokes, they would, you know, just really bring the whole experience to life for the customer, okay? But in terms of some hard practical exercises, an order, I had a pet peeve when I ran restaurants, and that's never, ever ask what I call a yes, no question. What does that mean? How many times does a server come up to your table and say, does anyone want dessert? Can I bring you anything else? That's a horrible approach because the odds of making the sale, one, it's an ordinary presentation. You're not bringing the whole thing to life for the customer. You're simply asking, does anyone want dessert? You know, and you've got a 50-50 chance of making the sale, right? Horrible. So how do you increase the odds of making a sale? You give choices. And here's a quick example. There are three choices, possibly. You give the customer two choices in every category, whether we're talking about an appetizer, whether we're talking about entree specials that may be off the menu specials, or whether we're talking desserts. Let's just talk desserts for a quick second. Let's just say choice A is the raspberry dream cheesecake, and choice B might be the key lime pie or the chocolate peanut butter blast, whatever it is. You got two choices. You're going to bring those to life to the customer using what I call theater of the mind. You know, Theater of the mind is making something sound so good to the customer that they can see it, smell it, and taste it before it even comes out of the kitchen. That is a skill to develop, but that's all part of that product knowledge we talked about. So now you got two choices. You got A or B. The third choice is no. So suddenly, each of those choices, A, B, or C, the no choice, they, it has an equal likelihood of success. That's 33 and a third percent. Mm-hmm. You add those three up, you get 100%, right? But by giving two choices or two desserts and bringing them to life, you suddenly doubled your odds of making the sale. Now you've got a 67% chance that one of those is going to sound great to the customer and they're going to say, yeah, bring me that. That sounded really good versus the 33 and a third percent chance of a no answer. And it's that simple, just bringing things to life using theater of the mind. You know, every everything in, in your restaurant is, a, like I said earlier, a series of opportunities. But a lot of these opportunities are what I call hidden opportunities. And I've got an analogy that I like to use. I, I, I liken it to an iceberg. You know, everyone thinks of an iceberg in their mind, and it's this huge, giant floating piece of ice on, on the surface of the water. Well, relate that to your restaurant. The ice above the water it, are daily sales in your restaurant that just happen. You know, you give the customer a menu, they look and they see what sounds good to them and they order. The order taker with the pad and pen says, okay, I'll bring you that, whatever. I call that the land of the order taker because those are the sales that just automatically happen. But very few people realize that an iceberg is actually so much larger beneath the surface of the water. The greatest mass is hidden and unseen. Same with sales in your restaurant. Things like upsells, add-ons, most profitable items, coffee drinks that, you know, coffee that have a choice of Bailey's or Kahlua or Jameson's, you know, retail merchandise, live entertainment. You've got all these opportunities that the customer may not know about unless you tell them. Yeah. And that's 
what I call the domain of the sales star, to recognize the opportunities and at each stage of the meal to make these recommendations that we know the customer will enjoy that they may not know about it. Because knowledge is power. You know, the team... The team through product knowledge are the experts. The customer, the first-time visitor, doesn't know the first thing about it. So by telling them, you're giving them a better service experience and you're increasing your sales at the same time. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. That's the kind of stuff I'm looking for right there. Practical advice, things we can use starting today. Thank you, Roger. Uh, The other thing that came into my mind as you were going was just the idea of just data mining too, not just looking to sell, but looking to listen and to find out what they're really looking for. Like instead of walking to the table and saying, do we want dessert saying, what's your favorite kind of dessert? And then if, if they say, Oh, I love peanut butter. Well, guess what? We just happen to be, you know, peanut butter. There's this peanut butter, like dessert on the menu. So you're not saying, Hey, who wants dessert? And they're going to say, no, like find out what they want and then try to give them what they want with and If you can get that information, it makes selling so much easier. That's an excellent point. The yep. program is definitely all about that, too. It's about interaction yep. with the customer and asking questions as much as making suggestions. It all goes together. But I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. That awesome. is so true. So, I mean, you there are so many benefits to, to actually taking the time to educate and to uh, give your, your team uh, these tools to create this dream team, as you call them. Uh, it, it reduces on things like turnover. What else? What are, what are some of the other benefits that we should know about before wrapping things up? Well, again, I think that, uh, well, interestingly, this system has proven to, well, I mentioned earlier that your customers are being, are becoming your best marketers, but the fun part of this equation, the staff is having so much fun and they feel like such a part of this family of like-minded people that they so enjoy working with that suddenly your restaurant becomes the, the social focal point of their lives because Mm -hmm. they're spending a lot of time there and they're having so much fun. They're making so much money. And now they're sharing all of these stories and all of their photographs of all the fun that's going on in your place on social media. So now you've got this super powerful formula where your staff and your customers are singing your restaurant's praises all over social media, online reviews, talking about what's coming up, any special promotions, events, new menu items, whatever it is. Um, and the whole thing just sort of takes on a life of its own. So you mentioned the, the lower the turnover part. I mean, there's a huge benefit to that. And then you're building longevity in, in your restaurant so that you don't have to constantly look for new people. But now your staff and your customers are amazing marketers for your business. That is called internal marketing. Marketing, that is the most powerful, most cost-effective form of marketing that any restaurant can have. And it saves you a ton of money and it's authentic and it's genuine and it's just a super competitive advantage. So yeah. all those things come together. Yeah, when absolutely. You get- yeah. Uh, a couple things I want to talk about, but we have to take a quick break to thank our sponsors. We'll be right back to kind of share some closing thoughts and wrap it up. To be unstoppable, most restaurant owners require extra capital from time to time. When you need funding to renovate, buy equipment, or manage cash flow, you don't have time to track down financial statements or wait weeks for a decision. That's where Cabbage can help. Cabbage gives small businesses access to a line of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and you'll get a decision right away. Since Cabbage is a line of credit, you can take the exact amount you need. You never have to reapply to take out additional loans and you only pay for the funds you use. Cabbage has helped more than 100,000 businesses from every industry with over $3 billion in funding. Cabbage is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and was named a Forbes Top 100 company twice in a row. 
Check out cabbagewithak.com slash unstoppable and you'll get a $100 gift card when you qualify. That's K-A-B-B-A-G-E dot com slash unstoppable. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Nobody likes doing paperwork. If you have a growing group of restaurants and find yourself wishing you could snap your fingers and have all of your invoices and AP instantly disappear from your plate, then you need to call Sorcery. Sorcery is used to make owning and operating a restaurant a breeze. Instead of dreading invoices, you'll be delighted to be synced with every vendor. With your new relationships, you can work on negotiating the best price to improve your margins and Sorcery's biggest superpower is that they watch the prices you pay across the kitchen from dry goods to proteins to produce. And when citrus skyrockets, you'll know to update your recipes before you end up kicking yourself at the end of the quarter. To learn more, head over to www.getsorcery.com or find the banner in the show notes. If you mention Restaurant Unstoppable at checkout, you'll get your first month free. Yep. We're back. And um, I just wanted to cover a few more things before we say goodbye. And that uh, you, you mentioned that you recently revamped your sales star training to uh, focus on uh, the fast, casual and quick service side of the industry, too. So what's the difference between that training and the training with the uh, full service restaurants that you provide? Well, the original product was sales stars for full serve restaurants, which obviously had a different team in the front of the house. Okay. We had hostesses and hosts. We had bus staff and we had wait staff with table service, but there's such an emergence now with food trucks and with fast casual, not only individual fast casual restaurants, but chains. And I've been working a lot with, with a large um, fast growing franchise that is fast casual. And it gave me a lot of nuances of the counter service and the drive through. So a lot of the, most of the philosophies of the program, you know, the education, the information and the entertainment all stays the same, but suddenly there aren't any references to table service anymore. It's all about how, how you're, you're, the challenges are a little bit greater because you not only have to have this interaction with, with every customer at the counter of the drive through but you're under a little bit more pressure to move things along yeah. because there's probably a line at the counter, a line at the drive through So you need to deliver messages and tell customers about what's special or something that's upcoming, but you also have to give them great service as if they were the only customer and there wasn't a line behind them. Yeah, and it's it's like almost like the subtleties of the body language, the, the right. little things of uh, handing some something with two hands instead of one hand or not just sliding it across the counter but when you're handing it to them making eye contact when you do it just the little things that you can do to make that time together that 30 seconds there in front of you together impactful uh, what are some of the other tips that you know of that can really make that that experience as impactful as possible in as little time as possible well you know you have to be a really strong multitasker when you're working in those positions whether you're a barista in a coffee shop or you're actually putting sandwiches or, or food over a counter or you're working the drive through I mean, it's a real fast-paced thing. But again, you know, all those nuances of service and hospitality have to stay uppermost in everyone's mind. But you still have to make recommendations and suggestions as often as possible. And you know the major chains. I don't need to name the fast food places, but you know that there's almost a joke about it. You want fries with that. 
But it's really about the product knowledge again, because there are so many things that a customer may not be aware of that you can make a suggestion over the counter or at the drive through that will enhance their situation or even asking questions like you um, had mentioned earlier. Um, in this conversation, you know, uh, do you have kids in the car? Uh, would they enjoy this? Would they enjoy that? And you just keep things moving along, but it really comes down to service and hospitality, but the education, information, and enter- entertainment piece all stays intact. Yeah. So lots of, um, you know, uh, proven techniques and ideas that give um, your staff all the tools they need to bring the product and the service and the ambiance of the restaurant to life, whether it's over the counter or at the drive-through that just is adapted for that quicker serve, uh, you know, pace of a fast casual restaurant. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier and I think it's worth bringing back up here. It's, it's the difference between doing something to somebody and doing something for somebody. And when the, the guest knows that you're on their team, like on their side, that you're there to make their experience as good as possible, you're looking out for them. You have their best interests. Like, and you want to make that time with you as you know beneficial to them as possible by making sure that their their needs and their wants are being taken care of. Um, and there's a way to do that. And I, I think it's just being it's creating that culture that like we talked about where it's genuine, where you actually have a team of people th- who do want to take the side of the guest and to take to, to take care of them. Uh, there's, um, yeah, there's one other important piece that I failed to mention that you may find a real key to. You know, fast, casual, and quick serve restaurants provide a really fast or a fast track to a management position. If you prove yourself as a really rock solid, reliable performer over the counter at the drive through, you can quickly become an assistant manager and then lead the team. You know, so part of this fast casual program is developing the line staff, whether it's counter or drive through to assume management positions within that restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing, the whole thing just elevates from there. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, I think a lot of people might be listening to this right now. You and I are both jacked up, super excited. And like, that's what happens when we get together. Uh, and they're saying to us, I was like, this, this isn't practical to be able to, how am I going to be able to, to create all this training, to create that culture, to have that standard? Do they, know, do they know how hard it is right now to find good people in the industry? And that's the reality of the situation is it's really tough right now. And people are struggling all over the place, which is why I think it's really important that you like we to bring it back to the beginning of the conversation, treat it like it's something that you're going to sell so you can, you get those systems, those processes in place. So you aren't sucked into the day to day. So you can free yourself up to do all this stuff that we're talking about. That doesn't seem practical. It is practical. It is possible if you free yourself up to do it. And if you create those systems and those processes, so you can do the extra stuff that your competitors down the street aren't willing to do because they don't have the time because they didn't take the steps to go through all this stuff that we're talking about. Um, which kind of brings me to my next point. You teach also, in restaurant rockstars Academy, like the, the, the big package you have, like where you teach everything a through Z, what you talked or what you learned being a business owner. Do you want to speak to that real quick before we say goodbye? Yeah. The restaurant rockstars Academy actually includes sales stars in it, but it's a series of five modules that teach the foundational Um, fundamentals of running a super successful, profitable operation. So the three fundamentals would be cost controls and profit maximization. The second piece being the staff development, training, recognition, and rewards. And then the third piece is all about marketing, affinity, and efficiencies across your restaurant. So the internal marketing aspects, it's loaded with with all these proven um, 
powerful ideas that not only drive new business in your door, but build loyalty and affinity with the customers that they're not only coming into your restaurant, in some cases, several times a week, and that I can tell you how to do just that, but also to become ambassadors for your business. So the Academy is everything I've learned in 24 years in running super powerful, profitable, and successful operations. And it's turnkey, and it's virtual, and it's available from any device 24-7. And it's also guaranteed. You know, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee on everything, no questions asked. So there's no risk involved. Awesome. And this is episode 413. So if you want to learn more about uh, the Sales Stars and the Restaurant Rockstars uh, programs that Roger has created, uh, just head over to restaurantstoppable.com, find the links, and you can go check out. Uh, I think you have a few video demos over there, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And uh, on top of that, uh, Roger and I are going to be connecting again in about a month on the 8th of January at 11 a.m. EST. And Roger is going to go deeper into some of the, the, techniques, some of the proven techniques, techniques and the, the pre-shift exercises that he teaches in that course. If you want to get a, a, some, a couple of freebies, I guess, if you will, and maybe uh, get a little bit more of what Roger has to offer. Uh, do you want to speak to that and what you're planning on and going over during that webinar? Yeah, I mean, we can we can really dive deep and focus on the service and sales training. We could also dive into some profit maximization techniques. Um, you know, I love doing all of it. We can do it all in the same uh, in the same webinar, actually. Okay, and just focus on those three things: uh, the cost controls and profit maximization, the staff training and development, and some of the marketing ideas. All those could be one action-packed, full episode of you know complete. You can action action this stuff right away and get an immediate ROI in your business. Awesome. And if you're listening to this, we have a month from now. So if you want to join us during that webinar, uh, shoot me an email, Eric at Restaurant Stoppable, and let me know what is most interesting to you, what you want to get out of that time, and maybe Roger and I can focus on whatever your requests are. Um, and I guess that's all I have. Uh, is there anything, any final thoughts that you want to mention before we say goodbye? Yeah, Eric, there's no finish line, okay? I hope that every operator out there, once you put these systems in place, you're going to enjoy your operation so much more. It's going to give you that big picture I told you about from 30,000 feet, and it really allows you to focus on, you know, just building this brand. I'm a huge believer in brand building, and systems are the key to building a brand so that you can either sell it, uh, keep it, or start a new business, or franchise, or open new locations, but it really comes down to don't be a restaurant, be a a brand awesome. and then train your staff to be brand ambassadors. Awesome. This is great. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us again, head over to restaurant slash four I'll have links to restaurant rockstars Academy to sales stars to uh, Rogers podcast will be in there. Also, we should probably mention that great podcast we got going over there and uh, I'll have a link to register for that webinar. That will be on the, again, the 8th of January at 11 a.m. EST. Roger, thank you so much for taking the time to join us, to share your knowledge with us. Uh, we are all just a little bit better after listening to you. And there is no questioning, my friend. You are unstoppable. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. It's always been a great time. Rock on. There's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, some really great little tips and tricks today that Roger shared with us. I really tried to uh, get him to pull back some layers and give up a little bit more information. And he did. And I'm, I'm super grateful. Roger, thank you for really diving in and giving us some tricks of the trade, things that you guys can start leveraging in your business today. And if it seemed like there was a little bit of an ulterior motive here today, 
I'm not going to lie. I'll be straight with you. There was, uh, I am trying to help Roger create awareness about his, his sales training. Uh, and he, I mean, I, I trust this guy. He's proven himself successful in the industry and he's on to something. I think what he's created with restaurant rock stars in his sales trainings, uh, restaurant sales, all star or restaurant, uh, sales stars. Um, he's on to something. This is the way the future guys, like people who have proven themselves successful are going to start getting out there, creating courses and sharing their knowledge to make a profit online. And that's how you're going to learn. That's how the way of the future is going to be. And he's, he's a leading edge. He's out there. He's doing it. You're going to see a lot of people, uh, coming up and in, in creating services like this. But Roger, like I said, he's, he's proven himself successful. He knows what he's talking about. You can go and try to create your own systems and processes around your sales training, or you can implement what's already been proven to work. Maybe you already have your systems and processes. For a small investment, you can make it better. Maybe he's doing some things that you're not doing, or he, he did some things that you're not doing. You can leverage those new techniques in your business today, and you'll get your money back. Uh, I wouldn't put these things in front of you if I didn't think that they, they would truly help you. Uh, and you you got to pay to play, guys. You, you've got to constantly be growing, constantly reinvesting in your business and knowledge in new ways to just take it to the next level. And this is one of those ways. So um, the other thing I would love you to know is that Roger is going to give me 50% of any referral that goes his way. So if you want to support the show, uh, this is another way to do it. And uh, if you use my links, you, you have to use my links. Head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash 413. I have uh, linked back to all the different tools that he's offering, the, the systems that you can start leveraging in your business today. Um, and you will be supporting the show. So thank you in advance. And please trust that I wouldn't ever recommend anything to you if I didn't believe it would help you and your business move forward. So with that said, Please reach out to me, Eric, at restaurantunstoppable.com. I love to hear from my listeners. If you are struggling with something, if there is a tool or service you want to learn more about that's been mentioned on the show, let me know. I'll get them on the sh- I'll get them on the show. Uh, the actual tool or service, we'll we'll dive into it. We'll learn more about it. Uh, I'm here to serve you. You need to know that. And uh, the best way I can serve you is if I know exactly what you want. So you got to let me know. Communicate with me. And uh, keep those five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. They really help. Uh, they really helped me just keep on showing up because it's a lot of work putting out these three episodes a week. And uh, when I get those those emails from you guys saying how much the, the emails and the reviews, how much the show is helping you, it, it really just helps me sh- continue to show up. So thank you so much. And, and if you have left one, thank you. If, you, if you're going to leave one, thank you so much. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything that really matters for today. I should probably mention too that uh, the 15-minute one-on-one chats uh, – Please set those up if you want to connect with a past guest or you just want to brainstorm or you want to bounce some ideas off of me or if you need help uh, finding a direction on a project, I might be able to help. Who knows? Uh, but I love those chats. So head over to restaurantstoppable.com slash one-on-one and schedule that free 15-minute chat with me. And I think that's all for today. Thanks so much for sticking around this long. I love you all. and would not be able to do this without you uh, in just, uh, I guess, until next time. Peace out.